0: This is the BBC.
1: This podcast is supported by advertising outside the UK. This is a download from BBC Asian Network. For more downloads, log on to the BBC Asian Network website. Rajan Pablo. Hi everybody, it's Raj and Pablo here with our best bits from this weekend. On the free download this week, we hear what Salil Acharya has to say about this week's big
2: releases and he gives us the latest gossip from Bollywood. Plus we speak to Bollywood star Vidya Balan about her latest film, Gunchakar. Before all of that though, if you've heard the Raj and Pablo show live on a Saturday or Sunday, you'll know about a wee game we play called Sunzara. It's where we take a Bollywood soundtrack, mash up the songs, and you've got to guess which film they're all from. It sounds a little bit like this.
1: It's a tricky one this week. Let's hear it again. Have you got an idea of what it is? Well, stay tuned and we'll reveal all at the end of the download. Now let's hear from Salila Jaria. Salil, have you had a busy week?
3: Uh, actually, no. This one's been a very relaxed week because uh, only one film to release and uh, there was quite a bit leading up. The, the coming week's actually going to be very, very hectic with the IFA coming up in, uh, in Macau. So everyone actually has been quite relaxed in Mumbai, getting ready for the IFA.
1: Uh, you, any plans for you to go down to the
3: IFA? No, actually I'm uh, going to be going somewhere else. Uh, nobody calls me for IFI, you know, that's for you guys. <laughs> Where are you going
2: then, mister?
3: Oh I will let you know once the plans get out but today is a really happy day for the entire Butt camp and Mohit Suri we complete 6 years of Avarapan today so we might have a little Avarapan reunion with all the oldies oh there's Whoa. going to be a bit of a party
1: going on there good 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 and let's talk about um this week's big release um we've all been waiting for it gunchucker um tell us exactly how you felt when you left the cinema
3: Okay, I uh, I happen to hear what you guys said. Somebody said it's not as good as Dirty Picture and Kahani. Those are completely different uh, levels of cinema after walking out of this one. Now the thing is, so a promise always sounds exciting when you've got two good actors, and we all know, plus a very good supporting cast in uh, Rajesh Sharma and Jatin Das. I mean, I think I've got his name right. So the four of them, we all know, can act. They've all proved their prowess. The director himself, with Amir and No One Kills Jessica, again a very well thought-out uh, director. That's what I thought. But here's a classic case of how having good actors doesn't necessarily mean the film does really well. Now. I have to say this and this is the first in my life except for hey baby I have never not enjoyed Vidya Balan's performance hmm. but- this was one film where I really didn't enjoy her performance at all. I think a first of all there was no need for that Punjabi accent because a it was not even uh, consistent. Now I know that it wasn't supposed to be you know um, it was supposed to be rather comical you know as being a, a woman trying to act really cool when she she actually isn't. But it didn't work for me at all. There was no need for her to put on the extra weight as well. It could have been done very normally and it would have still been as believable. There were parts in the film that were quite funny when she says hey. hey. <laughs> That's quite funny. (laughs) Then also about her cooking, you know, I think that was the only one that the entire audience laughed when she cooked something and they said, oh, can we have some achar? And they said, oh, this is fried rice. She goes, oh, is it fried rice? But (laughs) otherwise, I think the jokes were too far, uh, you know, apart. Secondly, the narrative was so excruciatingly slow. I mean, they could have done without the entire second half.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I agree.
3: I, I don't know what they were doing in the second half. I was trying to figure it out. I was going like, okay, so there's a reason for this. There's a reason for this, and I think I had a different Ghandakkar going on in my mind because the, the the movie itself was so disappointing. I think this was, and I'm not mincing words. It was a bad film. <laughs> When you have such a good star cast, your script is so bad. The screenplay was so... This screenplay looked like somebody actually went for a holiday in between. The screenplay is supposed to take screen scene to scene. It didn't happen here. There was no scene in the second half. So, and how can you have a movie with just one half? And even the jokes weren't really that funny. They were okay. You know what I mean? Without giving away the ending, because there's a
2: big... Well, meant to be a big twist, which doesn't tick off. What's the basic story? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. Well, the ending itself actually was the most disappointing part for me. There's a sequence that happens in the train, which those who have seen it will understand, and I'm going like, why is this happening? And who is this person? So I have to say that, you know, uh, I was told by Imran, don't give away the ending, and you know they try to play on the... Kahani a bit and they, they try to play on the uh, yeah, Amir Khan movie with Kareena Kapoor I've forgotten the name of the film uh, uh, you know Atalash. Atalash, uh, yes <laughs> there's no comparison there's no comparison and then also I have to agree that uh, I think even Imran Hashmi lost his way in between with the kind of emotion because there were so many times okay the basic story everybody understands is three guys go rob a bank they rob 35 crore rupees and one guy forgets in the whole first half I was trying to wonder if Vidya Balan is not implicated in this why is she appearing so normal when the family 12 crore rupees is a lot of money Yeah, and every time Imran Hashmi would go looking for the money she'd behave like as if he was going shopping for vegetables <laughs> I mean, it's so normal you can't be normal so that was so unrealistic secondly that henchman with the gun, uh, 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 what's what his name, he, he beating Imran Hashmi was laughable. And I think that was really bad casting because Imran Hashmi just didn't retaliate. Now, which guy gets slapped 50 times
2: and doesn't do anything?
3: And doesn't retaliate. You know, mm. so parts of the film weren't believable. And that's the reason why I think people are just wondering what's going on and what is this leading to? So I think their aim to try and deflect the blame also in the end to somebody else. Didn't work for me because um, I don't know. This film could have done so much, but I think at the end it's a big zero for me.
1: Oh, so um, out of five, it's a big zero. No, 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 no. no go, on, go, on, go! On. <laughs> be kind. Be kind. <laughs>
3: With my with my uh, expectations, it's turned out to be a big zero. I was greatly disappointed, you know. So, and I know that everybody is also. I'm sure you guys were disappointed too. Totally.
2: It was totally. well, but, dear, I, I
1: agree with the kind of Vidya Balan expectation, Imran Hashmi, and you know, kind of like watching the trailers, you think this is it it magical. Be, it's going to be magical, but you're absolutely right. I don't know why they had the second half actually.
3: Now, see, if, if you're saying 50% of the film doesn't work for you, that's a huge part of the film. So, uh, the music itself, I have to just give a special mention there. I was gr- very happy to see Richa Sharma back with, uh, with local Lobat Amit Hredi himself, you know. Uh, Altaf Raja coming back also. So, I think the soundtrack was fantastic. Uh, music in parts is also quite nice. I just wish they played a little bit more and worked a little bit more on the story. I think the director lost his way with the story and he spent a long time writing the story also. Spent about a year writing the story. I don't know what they were writing, man. Well...
2: But, you know, the other thing I want to ask you is like you know, they did a lot of promotion for this movie, right? The trailers were everywhere. You know, they did all the shows. Um, did they know it was going to be this disastrous?
3: Yes, yes, I completely agree. And, and believe it or not, uh, uh, after having seen uh, the, well, the all-time blockbusters of Ihe Javani and having spent a lot of time helping promote it, I also have come to the conclusion that the moment they realize that a film is, they're, they're unsure about it. Believe it or not, Karan and team were unsure about Yeh hey, Javani Would you believe it? No. So that's the reason why they went out, all out to promote it so much. It came out with 3,100 screens. So I think somewhere, even, even, even filmmakers uh, would, would rather be safe than sorry. If you get a bonus, then great. But they can't be sorry. Now the thing is, after doing all this, Ghan Chakra, despite poor reviews, despite people not wanting to come to see it, has still got a decentish opening. Seven crores is not so bad. So there you go. Sometimes all this promotion does work.
1: Um, and Mark satisfied before we listen to Lazy Lad, which is one of our favourite tracks from the movie.
3: Uh, one and a half, and that's it because I'm too disappointed. Two great actors, and still the film did nothing for me. So
2: our very own muscles from Mumbai, Salila Chatterjee. What's been happening with the box office?
3: Well, I haven't seen a film, actually, because somebody asked me on Twitter as well, will you be seeing Jutt and Juliet too? Mm. And I said, no, you know, I wish I could, but, uh, you know, uh, I need a, a friend of mine to translate stuff for me. Take Paris- Ch- Vidya oh, Balan with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, with translation, I probably have to watch a South Indian film. <laughs> I have to say, this has broken, from what I'm reading, because it's broken every single box office record that existed for Punjabi cinema, that has affected the overseas collections and the entire North India collections of Ghan and Ranjana and all the films. So, so, you know, you have Punjabi cinema starting to break in to the mainstream. See, the entire overseas belt does actually work there and the North belt. So now what's happened is, and we go back to last week, Dhanush and Sonam Kapoor have created history. People are talking about the most unusual pairings in history. They've signed a couple of endorsements as well, which you would never have believed. Believe it or not, it's for a skin product. So, Dhanush is there for skin and for a beauty product. So this is all because of how a film can do. Ranjana had a very good first week. I think everyone has walked away smiling after the movie. So that's really helped. Secondly, Fukre continues on a very unexpected run. I mean, none, one wouldn't have expected, even if you see Fukre, I mean, I liked it. But there were parts that I didn't like, and I felt that, you know, it's a sweet film, mm. but I didn't think it would make 30-plus crores at the box office, which is great news for the youngsters. You know, I think it's... I mean, film doing 30-40 crores at the box office is huge. You've got to understand. Imran Hashmi, with all his stardom, and eighty-nine made 40 crores. Raj 3 made about 40 crores. So this is with some uncon- unconventional scripts. Newcomers doing very well. So I think the box office base is being spread out wonderfully well and we had, of course, Yejani and Diwani continuing, breaking its overseas records, hitting about 187 crores won't overtake Ekta Tigers. So it's going to stay on the number three list. So all Ranveer Kapoor fans will be happy to know that he's still one step below Salman Khan. So more to achieve still there. <sighs> but otherwise, the box office, generally speaking, has been very spread out this whole week.
2: And what's what we've got to look forward to in the coming weeks? What's everyone excited about?
3: But see, there's... Yeah, there are a couple of big films that are going to be lined up. One is going to be, of course, Bhag Milka Bhaag. Mm. And I think everything is leading up to Bhag Milka Bhaag on the 12th. This is going to be something that, uh, well, they say could break uh, the thought process of what kind of cinema should be able to. I mean, this will be a Pan Singh Tomar making 150 crores. Then, of course, you've got D-Day, which is very highly anticipated. First time ever, Rishi Kapoor playing Dawood Ibrahim, uh, the noted gangster and mm. criminal. And uh, big money being spent in to promote that when they kill Advani. So something to look forward to in the next couple of weeks. And Shruti Hassan, who, uh, you know, uh, has not been really seen too much, is going to have a double D-Day on the same day. She's got Ramaiya here releasing along with D-Day. So uh, I oh, think wow. the next couple of weeks should be quite exciting as far as films are concerned. Some good, some not so good, but lots of promise everywhere.
1: Hi, Vidya. It's Rajan Pablo. How are you?
4: Hello, very well. How are you?
2: We're really well. Really looking forward to Ganchakar. You look amazing as that Punjabi feisty firebomb. Tell us about your character.
4: (laughs) Thank you. She's just a mad hatter. Um, She's the most colourful person I've come across. (laughs) Um, She's actually a middle-class woman who um, has... You know, very minimal resources, but she's got this fetish for everything fashionable. Um, And she looks at, you know, fashion magazines and takes inspiration from them and gets clothes stitched from her tailor. Um, And what comes out of it is completely different from what you see in the fashion magazines. <laughs> it's also because she's a hattie-kattie Punjaban. <laughs>
0: um,
4: you know, not everything <laughs> looks nice in her, but she doesn't care. She just wears it with, and you know, with abandon and uh, elan that, that really makes her... She doesn't know she's... People are looking at her and probably saying, Oh my God, what's she wearing? She just enjoys what she's wearing. Uh, Vidya, what
1: about
2: the um, part of being a Punjaban? Were you okay with the whole Punjabi language? How did you become a Punjaban with all those (laughs) gullies?
4: How did I become a Punjaban? You know, I've I've had Punjabi neighbours, I've had Punjabi friends, and I'm not really... Speaking Punjabi through the film, it's more um, the Hindi spoken with a Punjabi accent. But yes, I learned the Gali's and that's always a great start for any language, right? Uh, I was very thrilled to start with the Gali's. And you know that uh, Punjabi has an innate uh, robustness in the language. (laughs) And that really helped me in my characterization. And therefore, the Gali's came out very naturally.
2: Now, uh, Rajan, Pablo, I've got one question we have to ask you, right? What is all that about,
4: and how
2: does <laughs> <laughs> um, it relate to the movie, Vidya?
1: I think it's a movie I related to very easily.
4: And I think it's a movie that most people will relate to very easily because it's it's a slice of life comedy. It's the kind of situations that real people get into. It's um, very identifiable characters, you know, because the strength of that's um, the unique strength that Rajkumar Gupta has is that his films are um, he finds drama and humor. In real situations, and real people, and manages to translate that both into a script and finally onto film. So uh, I identify with it very easily. I've seen people like these around me, and um, there are even things that you look at and say, "Oh my God!" Yeah, you know, this like the the relationship between a husband and wife is something that a lot of husbands and wives will identify with. Like. For, a, for an example, I'll tell you that the husband always feels that his wife isn't the greatest cook. No husband likes his wife's cooking more than his mother's. <laughs> Is
2: that right? <laughs> well, we have to ask you. You recently got married. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I knew you would ask me that, but I have to tell you that <laughs> I don't cook at all. so I'm
2: a <laughs> <laughs> Well dinner on us next time, Vidya. That definitely. Now going back to Rajkumar Gupta, right? You know, Amir was brilliant, Jessica was a tour de force. This is comedy. What made you decide to do this? And is it true that he said he wouldn't do this film if you weren't part of it?
4: Uh, that's what he told me and I told him I said don't emotionally blackmail me (laughs) but uh, you know jokes apart I didn't do the film because he emotionally blackmailed me I did it because I really loved the story uh, the script and I knew that he'd make a very good film I I knew that his comedy would be uh, different from the comedies we normally see because there was a scene in No One Killed Jessica that Sabrina bursts out laughing in court you know, in a very serious, intense um, courtroom scene. And that gave me a sense of how he would handle a comedy. Uh, So when he came to me with it, I was thrilled at the prospect of doing my first comedy with him because while I had wanted to do a comedy for a very long time, no script has really excited me. But this did because it's like I said, it's very real, it's very identifiable. And therefore, I think it's funnier because no one is going out of their way to make you laugh. I'm
1: Um, and, and Vidya, I mean, you know, you've just come back from the Cannes Film Festival where, um, you know, you're on the jury. Um, you've looking had, stunning. Yes, looking stunning, by the way. And uh, You've had a huge, a huge amount of success with um, awards. Um, dirty Picture. Is there a certain pressure on the type of movies you are picking now? Do you feel a certain pressure? Uh,
4: no, uh, in all honesty uh while while I feel encouraged by the fact that people do have certain expectations from me um beyond uh, you know seeing that as encouragement, I do not let that affect me because I'm very passionate about what I do, and I don't want anything to become a pressure point so you know when um i I do work I relate to my films very instinctively I don't look at it um from a point of from the point of view of is this the right film for me to do um, you know is this the right time for me to do a comedy you know i've had so much critical and commercial success is this a good follow up i don't think of those things really. I just react to films and to roles instinctively, and I think that served me well you know, for- that, that become very limiting.
2: You know, from Rajan Pablo's perspective, and we've been talking to a few industry people as well, what does it feel like, you know, since Siri Devi, Vidya Balan is the only star, female star, that can open on her name alone at the box office?
4: I uh, feel very humbled when someone says that. Um, I don't really know how that's happened, but all I can say is that I've been fortunate to have been part of of films that uh, people have loved and therefore um, the films saw the kind of commercial success that they did. You know, uh, but when they saw the promos itself, I think they got a sense of what kind of film it would be. And therefore the opening was great for the past few films. So while I have a contribution in choosing those films and then, Putting my best foot forward, I think I was just fortunate
1: to have been part of good films. Um, a video uh, on a um, finally, uh, we've heard rumours that you're learning how to um, moonwalk like Michael Jackson. Um, so uh, you've done everything else, but only le- the only thing left to do was moonwalk. Why are you learning how to moonwalk? <laughs> no, no, no.
4: You know, I I was on a TV show, on a dance reality show. Um, or rather a reality dance show (laughs) and um, there was this group who did the moonwalk on stage so they called me up on stage and they said why don't you moonwalk for us and I really can't do it Um, but I just tried it (laughs) I'm not trying to learn it or anything it's fun
1: Uh, well Vidya like always it's always a pleasure talking to you thank you very very much
4: thank you thank you so much
2: That was the star of the newly released Gunchakar, Vidya Balan. And before that, you heard Salil Acharya giving his thoughts on the release. Have you guys seen the film? We'd love to hear your reviews. Email us at rajanpablo at bbc.co.uk if you'd like to get in touch. Before we get the latest Bollywood
1: gossip from Salil, here's another chance for you to guess our Sunzara. Remember, you're trying to work out which mashed-up Bollywood soundtrack this is taken from. We'll let you know the answer at the end of the download. Now let's get the latest gossip from that straight-talking Mr. Salila Jaria. Let's talk about um, Shraddha Kapoor from Arshy 2 After her massive success, uh, has she got many more um, offers in the pipeline?
3: You know, see, see, the thing is, Mohit Suri is one you know who invests a lot of person in a uh, lot of time in a person. So he actually molded Shraddha to do what she was doing in 2, And I saw how, uh, you know, when he was there, he used to act out the scene for her and all. So after the film did really well, it's very simple. It's an investment, right? So if you invest in a product and it's giving great returns, why not sign her again? So she, and I don't know if anybody knows this, but she, uh, you guys are probably the first. She is the female lead of Villain along with siddharth Malhotra. Oh, wow, so brilliant. She's going to be doing that movie with him. And Mohit is super excited. Uh, and let's hope, uh, you know, Mohit is as kind to all his friends, you know, not just a few of them.
1: (laughs) Oh, bless.
2: (laughs) Bless. It will happen. We'll put a word in,
1: don't you worry. Uh, But, you know, now that she's getting, is she she throwing any starry tantrums? Has she become more starry now?
3: Well, see, I've got, there are two sides to the story. So, A, there's a huge demand for her, and much more than, say, Aditya Roy Kapoor, uh, because uh, there there are fewer heroines that are there of her age group. But the amount of money that, 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 that is being quoted and not for films, for events. So, you know, I keep getting these inquiries for Durga Puja functions, Navratri mm. functions, which are our local religious functions, you know. So they wanted to do Ashiki nights in October. So I'm actually going and doing that. So I suddenly realized that they told me that the figures that, that are being quoted for her are like 25 lakhs for a night or for like a 15 minute appearance.
0: Wow, wow.
3: Huge money for someone like her. And I've had people to say that if they start outpricing themselves, this is what, what like, you know, Kunal Kemu went through this. After his very first film, Kalyug, his father started asking for 75 lakhs. And that was seven years ago. And that's the reason why he never got any films. So they've got to be very careful as to how much money they start asking for. Because, look, it's just one hit, man. It depends on how much more that they can get out of it.
2: Well, sometimes you just have to, like, see where the, Cookie crumbles, so they speak. Now, one person who is deserving of everything is Mr. Rithik Roshan. Now, we saw the first look of Krish 3. What's the reaction been?
3: Well, actually, you see, uh, now, I'll be very honest with you. So, I was sitting with Imran Khan and uh, we were looking at the first look and I said, Batman. He said, yeah, very Batman-ish. So, I've got to say that, you know, uh, Rithik, he's looking into every aspect of it. Uh, I met him recently as well and he said that I'm going to break every record of promotion that ever existed. I don't know how the film will do, but if Shah Rukh Khan went out for six months for Ra 1, you will see Krish 3 for a whole year on television. I said, brilliant. But uh, everyone's thinking that the look is is dark. Uh, there's It's not just a happy, happy film, which is going to be a first for any Indian kind of cinema. Plus, I'm sure that he'll push all the boundaries as far as technology is concerned. And Krish 3 will be a landmark in Indian cinema.
1: Uh, well, I hope it is, because I'm a big um, Krish fan. So I'm looking, I'm really looking forward to watching this. But something that concerns us all, being Ritic fans as well, um, is he having a few health problems?
3: Not just a few, actually, he's having some huge health problems. Okay, so there's another connection that Rithik Rosh and me both have. We both have the same physiotherapist. And uh, he's in real trouble. So he's got this 24-hour masseuse that travels with him everywhere. Because Rithik can't give a shot without getting rubbed down. You know, it's like how these athletes get rubbed down as far as their back and legs are concerned. Rithik's back is in a huge amount of trouble. So this happened to him uh, a while back as well. Also, you know, when uh, before Zindigina Melegi Dubara, he was bedridden for a while. And then, you know, uh, things happened. Then he got this fantastic physique once again. But the thing about getting the fantastic physique is that it only stays for a short while. And uh, with the problems that he's facing with his back... I think he's headed the Shah Rukh Khan way very soon, which is a little scary if you're a big fan of Hrithik Roshan.
2: So is this because of over-exercise, or is this more like a medical condition that is inherited?
3: You see, I also went through a similar kind of conditioning. Uh, I had six discs, and I always thought it was because I'd over-pushed myself. But see, the thing is, our bodies are like athletes' bodies. You know, if you've been working out for 13, 14 years, it's just like any normal athlete. No athlete has a 20-year career unless they're Sachin Tendulkar. So after a point of time, your body just goes through so much wear and tear. Plus, Hrithik Roshan with his hectic dancing, traveling all over the world. its The, the bone structure is more like a 55-year-old rather than a 40-year-old. So it's bound to have its repercussions, so they just have to shoot less.
2: That's almost it for this week's free download. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. Earlier on, we played you this. <laughs> And the soundtrack that we mashed up was, of course... Bluffmaster. Well done if you got it right. Give yourself a bollytastic pat on the back from us.
1: We'll be back next week with another jam-packed free download. And of course, make sure you tune into our show every weekend from 10am live on the BBC Asian Network. Don't forget, you can email us at rajanpablo at bbc.co.uk if
2: you'd like to say hi. And if you start missing us, then don't worry, you can head straight to the BBC Asian Network website and listen back to all of the interviews and mixes that we've put up just for you guys
1: thank you for downloading from bbc asian network for more downloads including tommy sandu's best bits the official asian download chart and asian network reports log on to the bbc asian network website